Orgasmic Enlightenment, where the sexual and spiritual come together. I'm Kimanami, and I'm a holistic sex and relationship coach and a vaginal weightlifter. In this show, we explore all things intimate. I believe that our sexual energy is life force, creative energy, and we can use it to shape our worlds, strengthen our relationships, and self-actualize. I blend the most avant-garde information from neuroscience, ancient sexual practices like Tantra and Taoism, to renegade wellness modalities to show you how to create gourmet sex in your lives. Come one, come all. Nine steps to become a squirting master. Squirting, aka female ejaculation, is possible for every woman. This liquid is a magical, rejuvenating elixir that nourishes both the squirter and the squirt E. Squirting has been written about for millennia. We find it referenced in texts and teachings all over the world. It's often described as the food of the gods, nectar, ambrosia, amrita, the fountain of youth. Even though squirting tends to be a highly sought after, check the box, porn inspired act, it's a profound experience to have and share with an intimate partner. An anointing. To coax these emissions out of a woman requires trust, openness, and surrender. These qualities are then infused into her essence, which is why it is such a potent gift to receive for both. Here are five facts about squirting. Number one, everyone can. Number two, you can emit anywhere from a teaspoon to several cups per ejaculation. Number three, with a kung fu vagina, your ejaculate can hit the ceiling and splash the wall on the other side of the room. Fact number four, the fluid is expelled via G-spot area stimulation. Number five, the liquid is made in the periurethral glands and skein ducts surrounding the vagina. How does squirting feel? Squirting is an intense emotional and physical release. It's often more of a full body orgasmic experience for women spreading from her yoni to all of her extremities. She might feel a range of emotions from joy, ecstasy, hysterical laughter, to sadness and grief. All of this is totally natural and welcome. Experiences and feelings are stored deep in the recesses of the vagina and the psycho-spiritual body of the woman. It all comes tumbling out through a cascade of a deep ejaculation and she emerges reborn. Here are nine tips to make you a squirting master and have your woman gushing all over the place. Intention, I want to do this for you. On your sex date night, take charge and really commit to making this happen for her. Honey, it's squirting night. You being solid in your intention and desire creates a container for her to open up and let go into. And for squirting, that is the name of the game, opening and release. Holding her emotionally and energetically will draw out her innermost surrender and fluids. 
a shit ton of towels. <laughs> because a woman can truly wet the bed, and in this case we want her to, preparing for a tsunami of wetness removes any fear or inhibition of soiling your beautiful silk sheets or, you know, flooding the house. Have at least an armful and lay them down underneath your play space. Finger stamina. G-spot orgasms and squirting are brought on by a strong and relentless hand that just never gives up. So you train, get yourself some finger and hand strengtheners and get on the program. <laughs> One of our well-fucked all-star couples marveled at how the man was able to go for hours with his fingers. Then it occurred to him why that is. He's a professional piano player. He is working those things out all day long. And so should you. Go to the bathroom ahead of time. Many women will feel like they're going to pee when they get close to expelling their ejaculate. To remove the fear of urinating all over the place, make sure that you empty your bladder before sex and then you will feel free to let loose. And then you can just ejaculate all over the place instead. Your overall warm-up. Plenty of foreplay brings her into an open state, which is where you want her to be. She ought to already be fully aroused with her pussy feeling very open, welcoming, and unguarded. Some full body massage will help to disarm her, and then you can move into some pussy shiatsu. This is a video of mine that guides you through some of my tantalizing strokes for yoni massage to warm her up and turn her on adore her. The more that you can make her feel cherished, loved, seen, and adored, all of these things reinforce to her that she can trust you enough to expose her innermost and vulnerable self to you. And you've got this. If she falls into absolute surrender, which is where you want her to be, you will catch her and be there. You can express this through holding, stroking her face, looking into her eyes, telling her how beautiful she is, all of these things that reinforce that if she falls, you will catch her. Keep hydrated. Before, during, and after, make sure that your water game is strong. The more liquid she takes in, the more she has to expel. The two finger tango. This technique is for bringing on G-spot orgasms and ejaculation. The two finger tango. Not one, not three, but two. Two fingers starting slowly and then making their way into a fuck frenzy. A gorgeously undulating C curve is what is going to take her over the edge. When all is said and done, drink up and imbibe the nectar of the gods. In some of the ancient cultural references I mentioned earlier, we see writing and actual paintings depicting men drinking their woman's ejaculate, even collecting it into a vessel. It is precious stuff and not to be wasted. If you have the ultimate love juice bestowed upon you, the best thing that you can do with it is savor it as the ultimate superfood that it is. In Taoist thought, our yin and yang essences are respectively infused into our bodily fluids, our saliva, our lubrication, and our ejaculate. By exchanging them, we nourish and balance each other. Bottoms up, kids! 
the calm after the storm. After a woman has the kind of profound, orgasmic experience that squirting is, she'll feel unfuckwithable. She will be in her flow, tuned into the rhythm of life. Nothing can phase her. As her partner, you will have earned her trust and she will support you in your mission, in your life. She will be your biggest champion because you have helped to create a well-fucked woman. You have unlocked the secrets and power of her pussy. Since squirting is such a fabled, elusive experience for most, I wanted to share the journey of one of our well-fucked all-stars, Freya. She went from not even desiring sex in general to being a prolific, gushing, powerful squirter. You can hear all about how she got there, how it feels, the medicine of squirting, and the travesty of the laundry piles she now suffers from with constantly soiled sheets. Well fucked all stars. Welcome Freya. It's awesome to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. All right. So let's hear about your evolution with your squirting experiences. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I should probably just give a little bit of background, which is, you know, before I found your work, um, my experience with sex was like very at best neutral but at worst you know like painful numb even like panic attacks kind of situations and really I had just reconciled with I don't need to have sex like I was in a long-term relationship at that point in time and was just like eh, whatever I guess sex is just not that important it's just not a big part of a relationship um, I had really convinced myself of that um, and then I found you and <laughs> and I just knew right away that that what you were saying was true and it just opened an entirely new world to me because all of a sudden like I, I had a vision of what could be possible and before I, I knew what that what I'd grown up with around sex was bullshit you know all I had was porn and and rape culture essentially and but I had no no other way like I didn't know there was anything else that was possible um and so having you articulate is so like I really needed your your boldness to just like hit me over the head because I really was in a place of like very much villainizing sex and um so I basically signed up right away and took Well Fucked Woman. And it was during that first eight weeks when I first uh, experienced uh, squirting. And I remember the first times that it happened, I I um, basically thought I peed myself, you know, and I, <laughs> I, I had to sort of like... I think which is pretty normal and I know other women have done this too I had to like okay I'm like I'm gonna go to the bathroom I'm gonna go pee and then I'm gonna come back and try doing this again and like then I'll know for sure that I'm not peeing myself right yeah <laughs> and I wasn't I definitely wasn't peeing myself and um yeah it was just really sweet in the beginning and and fun like to kind of right away like have this um this opening after after beginning to explore your work. And um, yeah, I ended up leaving that six year relationship that I was in. I just, 
I knew now that there was more and I was like yeah. not going to settle for anything less. And, and I did realize back then, but I see even more now, like it had nothing to do with him. Like I could have been with the best lover in the whole world at that point in time. And I still would have been numb. I still would have been experiencing pain. Like I still would have been totally disconnected because I wasn't in my power. I wasn't in my body, but I certainly had no connection to my vagina. Um, and yeah, so I, you know, after Well Fucked Women, I just kept doing the practices like every day, pretty diligently. And and I kept squirting like pretty much every time. Like I, what I thought was a lot at the time, I realize now those were like my babies squirting <laughs> days in comparison. Um, and um, yeah, and then I had my first experience of of calling in like just the most wonderful lover who was exactly like what I needed at that at that point in time and I know we're gonna we're gonna talk about this in another episode of my current partnership but this happened you know in the context of I was living in a town of like 2,000 people like super rural it was peak COVID time and we just and he was like coming through town like it was just you know what exactly what you talk about like when you're in your power when you're doing the work you call in these beautiful your, your vagina called in yeah, totally. And I was yeah. like, it's it's funny. I'm, I always joke with my friends. Like every time that I have a new experience sexually or in a partnership, I'm like, oh, Kim was right. <laughs> like, I just feel like, you know, all, all the time it's like, you know, I'm, I'm learning these things from you and, and trusting it. And then I experience it. I'm like, oh, of course, my, she was right again. <laughs> that's, that's how it works. <laughs> and um, yeah, I remember the, the first night we made love. I was so proud, I still am, I guess, of my ability to squirt and like thought it was the coolest thing ever. So uh, after we had finished making love, I I showed him <laughs> that I could do it like a little party trick or something. I don't know. It was it was very sweet. Um, but it it wasn't happening when I was like in uh, intimate with with partners. And then so then fast forward to the next summer and I was like six months into um, uh, a different relationship and having, you know, really beautiful sex and experiencing a lot of healing, but I never, I wasn't um, ejaculating like with, with my partner. Um, Even if they would stimulate you, you weren't? No, I wasn't. I mean, I think like one or two times I had a little bit and it was, it just, I guess like I was not open to it yet, which is really interesting. I didn't really understand why, but I didn't, I didn't think a lot about it. But then like one day, and actually it was after, um, I had interviewed you on my Instagram page. So I must've had the, like the Kiminami sex, uh, good juju. <laughs> and because what happened was then like, we, you know, just like we're doing a normal thing. And I just like erupted. It was, <laughs> it was wild. Like nothing had changed. He had not learned any like fancy technique. He literally put like one finger uh, in me. And all of a sudden I just like, became a flood <laughs> you know like and it just it just didn't stop and it was more than it ever happens um by myself and um yeah and then we you know started making love and it was like again it just like it wasn't stopping <laughs> and like the, the force <laughs> of it was so much that I had to like keep throwing him off of me um and we were so just, that you, you know, wouldn't drown. Is that what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was just like it, I just the the sheer force of like it coming out of my vagina was like I couldn't 
if he was inside of me, like it would, it would become painful almost. Yeah. And, and I actually had these like, and for the next 24 hours after that first time, like these really crazy cramps actually, like as my body was like figuring out this new thing that was happening. Um, and then it, it, you know, it shifted again because like a week later and uh, you know, that was, you know, still then, then from that, from that day on, <laughs> this has, this is just what it is now. <laughs> like I cannot have sex or of any kind without this happening. And, um, <laughs> but about a week later we were making love and this time like something just shifted and I just, um, it was like this like melting sensation. And then I could actually ejaculate with him inside of me, which is like the sweetest um experience you know like a lot more gentle and, and cohesive rather than like continually having to like throw him off of me um interesting and, so you noticed like yeah. more of a melt in you and together mm-hmm. and then you were able to experience mm-hmm. that more connected yeah yeah so instead of it like I just think I learned how to hold it a little bit more so instead of having to like just be so overwhelmed by it and I could, yeah, just like soften around him instead. And it, and it could still happen without him having to be outside of me, <laughs> which was really sweet. Um, yeah, so that was that was kind of like, that was when things really started to shift. And, and then we actually um, broke up and it was kind of a big fear of mine before I was into it with somebody else. I was like, oh my God, maybe I'm never going to experience this again, you know? Like maybe this was only with him and... Um, then a little bit later, I, uh, was intimate with another man and, and I totally like the exact same thing happened, which is, which is quite hilarious to have happen. You know, like when you, you don't warn a man (laughs) first, like it's a really good test of his character, how he shows up in that moment. Like, can he hold you in that full expression? Cause it's, it can, it's intense, you know? And, uh. It, that was really great because I realized, you know, like my pleasure is mine and these these new openings and these new layers, like they belong to me. And and yes, you know, he, he had facilitated so much and we had such a beautiful relationship. Um, but like I get to I get to take these new skills with me, like into the next relationship. And um, that was a really big lesson for me uh, around personal responsibility you know like no more blaming my partner for not necessarily knowing enough or having the right technique which you know obviously like all of that plays a role and you and you teach all of that so beautifully but at the beginning when I I was having those thoughts about my partner not necessarily you know being good enough it was a total cop-out because and and this is what I find so I'm curious to hear your perspective on this but like yeah the time that I just that I just opened up and started squirting like so intensely there was nothing different except for somehow somewhere in me I just felt okay to open and safe to open I guess because there was there was no different (laughs) technique at all you know yeah yeah well that's what I would say that is the cornerstone is that people Mm -hmm. can have all the technique in the world and there is all the technique in the world out there right people can look up videos and articles and all kinds of Mm -hmm. information out there and if it was that easy everyone would be doing it 
because all the technique is there except for that major piece of the internal surrender and letting go and letting those floodgates open and when it's I love how you described it so when you had this shift in you that's when everything on the outside shifted and your experience of it shifted but that's yeah everything connected to all the vaginal orgasms is around the level of opening and surrender and Mm -hmm. trust and release and as you said, like part of that, well, a good chunk of that is just simply your relationship with you. And so if that part, you know, that if you fall, you will catch you. And then if you fall, will your partner catch you? Like you said, that test of character, how will they react? That both of those are important, but, um, and ought to be there in equal amounts, but yeah. Yeah. And I I think it was a real process for me actually to, um, and I feel like sometimes I'm still even this in this place of really being able to accept. Uh, <laughs> like, you know, at first it's like, oh, this is a fun, this is a fun like thing I can do. But then it's like, for, at least in my case, like it's a lot. And there's definitely, I think it really confronts the stuff that we have as women around being too much, you know, like right. it's too much mess, too much expression. Like, can't I just tone this down a little bit, but I, I can't, you know? And, and I think I had maybe a little bit of an image of like being this perfectly contained sex goddess who like makes cute no- noises and squirts, like just an appropriate amount. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I had to like, let that go. And, and it is confronting to like meet that wild, like primal messy part of yourself. Um, and if you like, at least for me, like there's nothing I can do. If I, if I try to like hold it back, then I'm not, a, then I'm not in the moment. I'm not experiencing like all the pleasure that's there for me. And I had to really um, un- untangle a lot, I think, to be comfortable and to not like apologize um, for <laughs> like for, yeah. Like how, how, big and expressive I, I am not you know just which squirting is kind of like one one expression of that and um yeah and and realizing too that I think for men there isn't anything more sexy than being able to hold a woman in that like completely undone place but it's so different from everything that we've been fed around sexuality growing up yeah yeah like I love everything you said yeah. around that the messiness and the too muchness. And that's absolutely, I think, a core theme for women is the too muchness, their bigness, and where we've had this, mm-hmm. like on a positive archetypal level, this yin and yang of a, a man being in his strength and dominance and the woman um, being in this sort of more yin receptive open surrendered Mm -hmm. place and it might look like it's more contained but I think we also acknowledge in the archetypal feminine this the wild the primal the tempestuous right the storm that can slay Mm -hmm. and I think that there is Mm -hmm. a process of owning that and being okay with it and especially when the dominant messaging in the culture and even from partners can be tone it down that's too much, you know? And I think even from a place of possessiveness, like say from a male partner thinking, mm-hmm. oh, if my woman looks too sexy and then too many people want her and can I handle that? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if, if that not even yeah. looking that sexy, but feeling it, right? Radiating that level of mm-hmm. um, <laughs> voraciousness that she naturally embodies yeah. <laughs> when she is in that space and people pick up on it 
right? They can't help but pick up on it. So I love that that is something that you've been reconciling and coming to a place of victory with, like, I can be all this and more motherfuckers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think that that is, that is the medicine of, of squirting for sure. (laughs) And just like the, I, I, have joked too that I, I think that well well fucked women should come with like a laundry disclaimer. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah. I mean I've this had like it's so real. <laughs> I well, I've had stories of couples where the women have been prolific squirters yeah. and they end up having arguments about laundry because yeah. there ends up being so much laundry to do that yeah. it's like, well we you know if they're camping, right? And they've got their tent yeah. set up and they're like, well are we gonna Well I live in my van too so it's a whole right? other layer yeah. of logistics. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, how do you I mean, how do you cope with the laundry, or do you have yeah, special it, tools? <laughs> like, yeah, it's a definitely a topic of discussion for a couple. Totally. But it's it's so worth it. And the feeling, it's I don't know. I try and think about like how to explain the the feeling for a woman who haven't experienced it. It's just like so cleansing. It's so delightfully cleansing. And sometimes I call it. It feels like crying out of your vagina. <laughs> sometimes, yes. like. It often, um, you know, has quite like an emotional release um, with it. And it just, it feels like any, any stuck energy just gets completely moved out. And I think (laughs) there was times too, where I worried, like, uh, am I losing all of my life force or something, you know, because when, when men ejaculate, it's very, very draining, but actually like I experienced think like I mean, I'm curious what you think but for me it's actually I find that it's very energizing often um look I would say that I, if, I do sometimes if, wonder I'm like oh my god this is so intense it's so much uh fluid coming out of me mm-hmm. well the proof is in the pudding it's how you feel afterward that's your gauge right if yeah. you're feeling cleansed and uplifted and energized then that's that's what's happened and then you know for men when they pass out and go to sleep after having an (laughs) orgasm we know that they have depleted themselves because it's obvious that they have yeah yeah totally so i was i was joking though last last week um and i think you know i'm gonna share this story in in the future but with my new partner just having you know, a lot of sex and having a very, very fun time. <laughs> I was joking with a friend. I'm like, I think I actually might have to go to the hospital and get and ask for a saline drip because <laughs> I just like cannot keep up. I cannot like stay hydrated enough. I don't know where where this is coming from because I swear I am not drinking enough to like match this level of squirting. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But so far, I'm still alive. It's all good. <laughs> well, maybe there's a metaphysical equivalent. Like it's not about water for water, right? It's yes. like an energetic, yep. like you said, maybe even this transmutation of toxins mm-hmm. and stuff that needs to be let go of that gets transformed in through and infused yep. into this fluid. And that's what you're releasing rather than, you know, the amount of water you bring in is the amount of squirting that comes out. I think it's it's relevant. Yeah. I think we ought to stay hydrated yep. when we're going for marathon squirting sessions, but <laughs> it may not be a direct, you know, milliliter per milliliter relationship. Totally. I yeah. think I think that's the conclusion I've I've had to draw because it's like the only possibility that there's some kind of like alchemical process going on where it's drawing from the ethers of the universe or something. Because <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. matching my water intake, that's for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So what would you say then in overall in your daily life that you feel are 
effects from being mm-hmm. a then pro, like having this tool and what is mm-hmm. what does that do for I mean you've you've touched on it but if you were to summarize it mm-hmm. like what that's done for you and who you are yeah well I mean such a big conversation like all of the change that I've had in my life since taking well fucked women that was almost two years ago and um you know, like my, my work in the world now is, is as a writer and a poet and a, you know, artist, I guess. And that I completely see as directly correlated to, to what has unfolded for me after learning everything I did with you. And just like the, this level of expression that I have, you know, in my intimate relationships is completely matched in the external world, you know? And um, women all the time ask me like, how how do you speak so freely? <laughs> like, how do you say all the things that the rest of us are thinking, but like are too afraid to say? And um, I always answer like, I, I found my truth in my vagina. Like I really, I didn't, I think for a long time I had kind of focused on trying to, um, you know, like speak my truth and and um, like kind of do that process almost like forcefully and, and focusing on my on my voice and my throat and and it was kind of turning away from that and putting all of this energy towards my healing my sexuality and coming back into my body and then I sort of just came back to this you know to to speaking and expression it was like oh my god <laughs> like all of a sudden all the blocks that were there are not there anymore and um just the more uh, um like presence in my sexuality and in my pleasure and i i can just like all, all this creativity flows through me and i think that that's um just so directly related and then also um, in terms of relationships, I've just like called in, I've had, you know, like two, two really beautiful relationships since taking Well-Fucked Woman. And now I'm in this new, like absolute dream, beautiful partnership, which I totally feel like I manifested through, um, through all of this work and my connection to my body. So yeah, squirting is, is like that physical expression through my body, I feel like has been matched in all these other layers of expression in my life. Mm-hmm. That's really beautiful. Yeah, I love mm-hmm. that. And I'm- and like it was it was the it's the process, right? Of like of confronting, like I was speaking to you earlier, all those parts of me who like wants to stay small and wants to just stay like tamed and uh, contained, and having to work through all of that to have these sexual experiences meant that. Like I had also worked through all this other stuff in my in my external life as well, and just found it so much easier um, to to work through any of the fears that I had elsewhere because I had this sort of like template or map already um, like patterned into me. If that makes sense. Of the right of having to navigate through that and bust through your own blockages and keep going like yeah. in the microcosm of your bed and so that that yeah. journey and, and like and yeah. trust in myself i think right too, right like yeah yeah right mm-hmm. beautiful yeah what would you say are your top three tips for other women or couples trying to get over the squirting line <laughs> mm. hmm 
I guess just time. Like I, when I, when it first happened, I had, there was no expectation at all that it was going to happen. I assumed it would take, you know, way more time for this kind of thing to happen. And um, so I think time would, would be the first. And, and I think like it helps for me now in partnerships to talk about like the logistical aspects of it too so that I feel comfortable and I don't feel like I'm going to like completely soak the bed that we need to sleep in tonight you know um so I think there's like that aspect of of talking it through with a partner um and I think for women it's like choosing men who can hold you in that place you know like in in the vulnerability and who aren't going to say that you're too much and who can hold that and like be in their power and and themselves be like really nourished and um you know like spiritually fed by by your level of openness in that and i feel and that's another thing too that i think from from taking well-fucked women like the men that i called in were just really beautiful and really skilled at holding the space and like learning together, even though I don't think any of the men that I had been with had actually been with other women who had squirted and certainly not to the extent that I did, but they really like, you know, kind of rose to the occasion perfectly. Um, Yeah, I think those are the things that I would, And, and just, yeah, like being really, really honest with yourself and with your partner. And like you say, like always clearing, clearing the glass in your relationship for sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I know you touched on this a little bit, but how do you feel during squirting? Like, how do you feel Mm. in your body emotionally? What's going on for you? Hmm. It's uh, actually, it it really changes. It's not always the same, but it's very blissful. It's very just like so sweet and tender and this like very, very warm um, release. And, and, and then other times too, it does feel like a, a literal explosion, you know, um, like that, that for sure. It's not always the same, like how it's, um, how it happens and I I I'm not exactly sure like the physiologic process but I I squared from like different places in my vagina as well and I feel like depending on where it's from it there's like a different Hmm. sensation but it really is just this like beautiful cleansing and um and afterwards just feeling so um like clear throughout my whole body and just like a this like big release of of weight or any kind of heaviness is really a sense of um of lightness and and just like joy and bliss and and it's it's always pretty hilarious there's a lot of laughing i find around squirting just because especially when there's a lot you end up in some like very hilarious uh situations maybe i can share quickly because it's related to this and and the next conversation that we'll have but i um so this, this new man that I'm with currently, a week before he met, I had written um, a poem that was really like he ended up being, you know, word for word, this this dream man that I had written in my poem. And the first line of it is, um, 
you'll catch my third eye. I'll ovulate so hard. I have to change my pants. <laughs> and um, <laughs> we, <laughs> we were, um, you know, on a beach in Vancouver and there was like nobody there. And so we were, you know, like fooling around and he was, he was fingering me and I'm like, still have my pants on. <laughs> I just like completely like wet my pants all of a sudden, just like ejaculated all through my pants, had to take off my pants and like dry them out in the sun. <laughs> I was like, well, there goes, that line has now become true. Like, be careful what you write down in poems, Fred, because they always come true. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. that. That's yeah. gorgeous. It was pretty, actually, it, it got even more humorous because then, then like I had my pants on, we just kept going. <laughs> he, at one point, you know, I'm like kind of, like, my eyes are closed, just like blissed out. And he just starts like hysterically laughing because I, he's like kind of you know, lying down beside me. And I just like look up and I like, I like projectiles squirted like all over, like down his pants, over his shoes, which were like not close to where we were. Anyways, it's all very, very humorous and, and sweet and funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And yeah. all of that as well. It also, as you've said, speaks to the acceptance and the ability to flow because mm -hmm. it's all about flow. Yeah. It's going with the flow, right? We are releasing the flow. And that's what I think one of the biggest symbolic acts of squirting is, is helping to yeah. whatever is in the way that is impeding our flow emotionally, sexually, physically in life. And we're removing that. And once we get that flow going, it shows up and expels itself into all areas of our lives. And then the way yeah. that people, that this experience that for many is so novel and unusual mm -hmm. and that people might have these phobias about body fluids and they might even, you know, a lot of guys have thought they were peed on, right? The first time a yeah. woman really squirted yeah. all over them, they thought they were peed on. Yeah. And it's like, how do they handle that? Right? Do you just totally. accept it and go with the flow, or are you freaked out? Yeah. <laughs> like, totally. And then right there, you're revealing yourself, you know, to the woman. Totally. She's got that information now that she can run with. Yeah, and you just like you just have to like reach a point of being okay with whatever is gonna come out of your body, you yeah, know, like because totally. you don't always know, like you can't tell what's happening. And I know, like for me, it, like a fear that comes out, I'm like, I'm gonna poop. Like, <laughs> The amount of like just pressure and release and like letting go yeah. that uh, that I feel in my body when I ejaculate like that's a fear and I'm just like I have to just whatever like if I do I do <laughs> like I can't I can't like let that fear block this beautiful sexual experience and if it happens like you know we'll just Shit it happens it. Like, it's not, yeah like it's not it's not enough to be a problem and um, yeah I think that's and and that is squirting is like so primal and so just raw and real that it does you do have to really confront all of that stuff I think mm -hmm. love it anything else you want to add hmm I don't think so just like just I think what I want to say at the end here is just to kind of come back to where I was at the beginning and just like to to any woman who's like because I remember when I first listened to your podcast, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, maybe some of this is is true. And maybe I'll get like somewhere along <laughs> this path, you know. But I really, I really was at a place like my vagina was completely numb. I found sex pretty painful. I would often like have kind of these dissociative like panic attacks. It was just, it was really bad, like what I was experiencing. And I genuinely... Just didn't want to have sex anymore and and here i am now 
you know, like I'll have sex all day if I can, <laughs> you know, like just a completely different um, relationship and how much um, opened up in my life when I really um, said yes to, you know, taking your course and, and healing this part of my life. So if anyone's listening and, and is like, okay, but like, that's not me. Like there's, there's no excuses <laughs> because I was there. I was like the biggest, um, you know, closed off prude and now I'm totally not. So, <laughs> you know, anything, anything is possible, as you say. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Freya, for sharing all of this. So inspiring. Mm-hmm. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to share. For more woman and vagina unlocking secrets, check out my Coming Together for Couples Salon. This is my 10-week signature online program for couples where we cover everything from squirting techniques and my entire Orgasmopedia how-to guide, male stamina and marathon sex where you can learn to last for hours, communication skills, Taoist and tantric sexual superstar techniques, and much, much more. You can sign up for the salon below as well as check out the free video preview series and be on the list to be notified when registration opens. If you would like more tips for bodacious life, love, and sex, subscribe to my channel. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't already, subscribe and also leave a review and send someone else the gift of a healthy libido and an off the charts love life by sharing this episode with them. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, many happy orgasms.